A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey guys, before this show starts, just want to let you know that over on Red Men Plus, our subscription service, we've got tons and tons of Liverpool content in podcast form as well. You love podcasts, we love making podcasts. Go and check it all out. That's redmenplus.com. Sign up for as little as £5 a month. You will not regret it. Now, enjoy the show. Hello everyone, it is the Build Up Show. Again, for a football match that may not go ahead. Again, but you know, we've got to be here regardless. And I'm joined by Sam Walker and by Jamie Cranford for this one as well. Liverpool Ajax, as it stands at time we are live, uh, it is going ahead. So we're going to continue to press on with all of that. If you are over on Twitter watching us live right now and you want to watch this full show, then head over to youtube.com forward slash Redman TV right now. After the fact, if you're on podcasting services, if you want to leave us a five star review, that would be absolutely awesome. And if you're watching live here on YouTube or after the fact, drop a like on it as well. That would be absolutely splendid. Um, yeah. Sam, here we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's probably going to be a game on Tuesday night. Jürgen's just done his press conference uh, a couple of times. He made reference to like if it goes ahead, if it mm-hmm. goes ahead. Um, yeah, that's just kind of where we're at. It'd be a bit mad to postpone it. Mm-hmm. You know, just over a, over what, 28 hours or so, and away from it or whatever. Um, but you wouldn't be shocked either. No, I think, as you say, though, with Ajax probably being here by now or very close to and with their fans probably travelled or travelling, it wouldn't be ethical, I think, to, to cancel it now. But, you know, let, let's be honest, the Queen died last week if they were going to, and the game got cancelled the weekend very, you know, sharply. So I think if they were going to postpone these games, they were going to. And from what I'm told, UEFA have got no interest in, in postponing yeah. really. It's kind of like a you problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which yeah. is what it is. Um, so I think, yeah, I think the game does go ahead. It's still a bit mad because there probably is an outside chance something happens and it doesn't. But as, as, as we sit here, I can't wait to watch a game of football, to be honest. Yeah, looking forward to it. I mean, it, things we're kind of referencing, Jamie, it's just been announced before we went on air. Uh, UEFA today announced that the uh, Europa League tie between Arsenal and PSV Eindhoven, originally to be played on Thursday the 15th, has been postponed with a new date to be communicated. This is due to severe limitations on police resources and organisational issues relating to the ongoing events surrounding the National Morning for Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. So we're seeing football games, we're seeing European games being postponed. But and we're getting this vibe ahead of the weekend as well. It seems to be London being the epicenter of this, us being up in the northwest. Yeah, we should be reasonably immune to this. At least they've mentioned the police resources in the statements, rather than it being related to any you know period of mourning or whatever. Because let's not forget there were day, there were games played on the actual day that she died. Yeah. I know you know the London Stadium is probably going to be a bit more of a royalist uh, crowd yeah, than Anfield, yeah, yeah. but sure. generally speaking. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, you know, I, I think certainly now, however many days after the fact, we've had 
cricket going on today and this weekend we've had you know we've had various different types of sporting events now so I think it's time to get some fussy back on isn't it for the, for the rest of us yeah no it, it is and look it's it's just where, where we're at at the moment I mean, we did a good old chat about this on the podcast this week me Chris and Stein it, it, it does look and we don't know for certain yet about the Chelsea game at the weekend Sam but it seems likely if they're postponing Arsenal games on a th- on a Thursday. The idea of Liverpool playing Chelsea yeah. the day before the, the state funeral that seems very very unlikely. So it's more important really that this one does go ahead because Liverpool just want to want to just play football matches. And moreover, there's no space in the in the in the schedule at all between now and Christmas. And all you're doing is kicking that down the line to post World Cup, which is going to lead to its own set of problems. Yeah, and you feel for Arsenal in a sense if you, if you ever do feel for them because uh, they've got two Premier League games. Because let's be honest, Brentford versus Arsenal's not happening this weekend. Um, and a Europa League game, which is just going to be an absolute nightmare for them. For us, I'll be honest with you, I really want to play Champions League football this week. Yeah. I, I, if I could have picked the game that we definitely played, it was Ajax because it's an opportunity for us to put right what went wrong last week, more importantly. Uh, and in terms of the league, the way things have gone, I'm happy for us to just have another pre-season, to be honest. And yeah. Resume in December, if you ask me. <laughs> Get everyone back, train. No, um, so... Yeah, if I could have picked the game, it was definitely this one. I want to play midweek atmosphere, get the crowd up again. You know, it just it, we need that special spark um, to get us going. And I think it just makes sense. It, like, it still baffles me to be fair that the cricket was on with the, they would have need police in there, and there was other things going on in London yeah. that they cancelled on the footy. It's, it's still a bit not quite right for me, yeah. but. It is what it is, and we're in Merseyside, so you know we should be fine. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, just a few notes from Jürgen's press conference. Chloe is recording the press conference reaction as we speak, which will be going up on Plus. Uh, you know, just to give you all the insight into really what Jürgen was saying and the big key points. If it's like you know too long, didn't read or whatever, you really want to know. Uh, then Chloe's got you covered on that one. But um, a couple of points. Jürgen obviously not happy with with the Napoli performance, and he's been quite. He was quite unequivocal that on the ninth, Jamie to get a second opportunity in another press conference to kind of talk about it. You know, he called it a horror show, worst game since he was there. Um, that's it's quite strong, isn't yeah, it? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got to be up And there. I don't think many would yeah. disagree. You know, yeah. you still want probably Tottenham Hotspur away. Um, Villa. Villa and Villa, yeah, yeah. And co- during COVID. But that's, it's all true. It's been true for a few weeks and he's actually been quite strong in his assessments in that period mm. as well. Ajax are home. I mean, these, they're a good team. But it's a home. We'll be chomping at the bit to get back out there. The players will be. Yeah. They really need to go out there and, and, and try and put some wrongs. We want to see it in effort more than anything else. You know, go out there and look like you're dying for the shirt. If you don't get a result, then you know we'll deal with that as and when. But I don't want to see any more lads lolling about the pitch. I want to see with no. nothing less than full commitment. Yeah, I saw the first half of them against Rangers last week. And I think Rangers were maybe a bit overawed, but they looked very good. A lot of... Uh, Pace down the wings, great finish from I can't remember the lad's name now. Left left footed right into the top corner, so could be a tricky proposition. But I'm hoping they're gonna. What they should do is just go. We're just gonna fly at you and see see where we are. But I'm hoping they're gonna come. They, you know the the surroundings of being at Anfield. They're gonna think now. Come on, we've got to we've got to sit in a bit and um, definitely need an improvement from from last week. It's funny, but I was sat here last week and we were going like. There's no time to make any changes. There's no, you know, and it looks like it. What, what an odd reason for us to have a potential, yeah. a potential time for the manager and the players to get together and say, right, if we're not playing Premier League football until October, we can, 
try and sort out some of the things that have been going on, but we need to try and start sorting things out starting tomorrow. That was what we said on the podcast, is that it's annoying because I think as much as the, there's a physical uh, requirement that's being asked of Liverpool and they haven't really got the depths to, to, to match that, they'd have been desperate to get out. And I think Jürgen would have wanted to chuck them out against Wolves just to go, get out there, you pricks, and go and, go, go and show. They've had a week. The thing is that they've got that, Sam, but they've also had a full week to prepare for this mm-hmm. game for just one opponent that they've been able to look, look ahead to. So, look, again, Ajax are a good team. We'll talk about them in, in a minute, but... This is one of them. We need, there just needs to be a reaction now because we're, we're fast getting to the point where the season it's not fucked yet. No, but we're not we're not more than a handful of games away from being in really mm. deep trouble. Yeah, you are. You, you're a loss in the Champions League and lost in the Premier League away from being pretty much out of of the Premier League and really struggling in the Champions League, aren't you? Yeah. So yeah, I agree. We, we've just got to be better, Paul. We've like there's all these opinions and, and ideas of what we should and shouldn't do. But quite frankly, we need to be better at what we do. We need to be better at football. Yeah. You know, we're seeing professional footballers who have played football their whole lives, all day, every day, struggle to play eight-yard passes. Yeah. So it's we just need to be fitter, stronger, and I, I, I keep saying it, we just need to be better. We just need to be a better football team. We need to believe in what we're doing a bit more, and we need to just be ready to match whatever Ajax have got and bring in, bring into us. I think... I actually quite like this fixture stylistic. I know you want to talk about Ajax in a second, yeah. but I, I like it because I like it when we play against teams that are a bit braver. Yeah, no, I agree. I, let's let it. That's a good way to segue into it. Really, you know, I actually lost the manager, lost the centre half, and lost Anthony. You know, in, in and they've made lots and, and lots of yeah, and they've made lots and lots oh, yeah. of changes over the last you know since we played them last. They've opened the season. Well, their preparation in reverse order. They won five nil at here and being at the weekend. They beat Rangers four nil midweek. They beat Camber four nil before. That. They beat Utrecht away 2-0. They beat Sparta Rotterdam 1-0. They beat Groningen 6-1. They beat uh, Fortuna Sittard 3-2 to open the season. They've got six wins out of six um, at the top of the Eredivisie at the moment. 21 goals scored in six games, conceded just three. It's going to be an interesting test, but I agree with Sam. Hopefully, the Liverpool that I know and we've come to, you know, and the one we've come to love in recent years, should be relishing a team that's probably going to think they can they can take something at Liverpool. Yeah, this is not a team that is going to go and part of us. This is the, where Champions League can give you a bit of a chance to reset. Napoli were never really going to be, you know, the ideal opponents, but no. I'm not saying Ajax are ideal, ideal, but a good team, good game of football, good chance for both to kind of showcase what they do, and hopefully that's something that can reignite a spark in the Reds. Yeah, I mean, Napoli, in terms of our position, Napoli, I don't think any of us expected to maybe lose the way we lost, but we've lost the, mm-hmm. the last few seasons. You can't afford to lose, well, maybe maybe twos, pushing it a bit, but mm-hmm. if you're looking at 10, 10-ish points plus is normally enough. Yeah. So, yeah, um, Style-wise, I mean, they've got the likes of Tadic. They've got a few ball players, um, people who can um, pick passes in the middle of the field. We just don't want to be stretched like we have been against, well, a lot of, you know, Isaac causes problems, um, Zahar scoring against us, um, uh, Napoli, the other, I can't remember the fella's name. Yeah, the the striker. Yeah, the number nine, it looks really good. Um, So... We just try and we want to try and avoid that. Obviously, we're expecting to have more more of the ball, so there is still that chance of them them taking us on the counter. But the way they, they the way they play, they tend to want to. Obviously, if you look at some of those results, there they're going to be dominating the ball. 
they're going to be they're going to have the lion's share of possession so you'd, you'd still expect us to to dominate the ball at home so hopefully that it might be a bit of a change for them not um not getting what they're used to if you know what i mean yeah no it's right look again it's it's one of those teams where we, we looked at our group last year and and there were good teams in there but we, sh- we should be better than these teams and you know it'll be a different question when we're over in over in you know Amsterdam and they're at home with all their fans behind them you'd expect that to be a closer game I'm not expecting Liverpool to wipe the floor with this and particularly not this Liverpool and how they're performing but it's maybe actually not the kind of test that you really want that we could probably have done with another Wolves was an interesting one because it was going to be another team likely to put a load of men behind the ball mm. and a similar test and, and, and an aggressive and use pace on the counter and that, and that kind of stuff but it does make you wonder whether Ajax might shift because there's, there's clearly a very easy way to beat Liverpool at the moment Sam and it is get your men behind the ball when you can and then bat twat balls over the top yeah. and, uh, and run onto them they'll certainly have the capability to, to, to do that you know Bergwijn certainly got that in, in, in his locker um, but yeah I, I I think this is a nice I don't know if we honestly I should be here saying this will be a good game we should win this quite comfortably but I've had my mood totally and utterly undercut by how we've, how we've performed Fingers crossed they turn up. I mean, they, they kind of... I think we need... I think if you, you've got to keep Anfield on side. Mm. And our former Anfield's been fine. So it should be. we should be okay. We shouldn't be making too much of a drama of this, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I, I look at this fixture and, and, and I think to myself, look, well, let's look at Ajax first. The games they've played, I think Bournemouth would have won most of those games. Genuinely, I think Bournemouth, who were awful in the Premier League, struggling on Leicester. The team, well, the team we beat nine, and I think I back to beat five of the six teams that Ajax have played this season Campbell fans screaming at you now no, yeah. you know what I mean but, but let's Rangers. be real Rangers are a championship level team really you know let's be honest so and when you play championship teams away it's hard yeah, you know? yeah. so so when we play Rangers away it will be hard I'm, I'm not saying any otherwise so, but what I think is is teams like Ajax only play one way they play progressive football they can't just suddenly go back into a shell they can be a little bit more pragmatic at times but mm-hmm. When you play in the Premier League and you are a pragmatic team, you are the master of being pragmatic, and you know you make minimum mistakes, you boot the ball clear, you don't, you play high percentage football. These teams aren't going to do that. They're still going to pass it around. They're still going to play risky balls. I keep saying this. We just need to be better. We need to stop giving the ball away in stupid areas. Yeah. If we stop doing that, we won't let them have a free free ball. You know, Henderson's touch that was like a Kirby United. Just yeah. just don't do that, and we'll be yeah. okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's true. Isn't it? <laughs> That's what we talked about though about, about, about endeavour. And look, we had a good old chat about this, and we had a bit of a, a bit of a heated debate on the podcast between the, the three of us. But it was you know injuries are a thing. They have absolutely upset what Liverpool are trying to do this season. And for I'm not be asked to get into the relevant. Liverpool should have bought more, yeah, Liverpool yeah. should have sold more. It, whatever it is, what it is, this is where we're at. But the lads who are available, there's no the, the help the help that's coming is the help that's there. The, the only players are there, the players that are there, they've got to collectively dig in and find a way to make it happen for us because you can't just can't write a season off in September. You know, and the chat and the Champions League represents a, an opportunity to look, you know, that get through the group, get out the group, have your break and worry about it in February. You know, revisit that as and when down the line, the circumstances might have changed completely before then. But again, Liverpool just needs to get up and run. It's going to hurt. But this team normally revels in the hurt and the pain and the, and the, and the stress and the strain of, of, of every, how we play and the, and the responsibilities that fall upon you as Liverpool players and the workload that comes with being a Premier League footballer in a team that's going to try and try to challenge for European honours as well. So they just need to just go back to basics. Not basics because it's a team that 
works that hard and loves pain. Yeah. At the moment, they don't look like that kind of team. They look like a kind of team who've, who've fallen for the hype of we're brilliant now and everything's going to work really hard for us. And that happens to teams when they reach the top mm. sometimes. You know, it's like all of us. I, I, I wouldn't have the appetite to go back to starting a YouTube channel, for, a Liverpool YouTube channel from scratch now. I'd find that quite terrifying, the idea. And if you put yeah. me into it, I'm not sure I'd be able to put the same levels of effort in that I did in the first five years of setting this one up. But... That, this is where they're at now. You know, these lads need to find new resources. They need to dig deep. They need to be, you know, reborn. And hopefully that break has given them a bit of something. Um, that being said, there's fresh injury worries, which we'll come on to after the break. But uh, Scott Hawks has sent us a super chat, 25 US dollars. Thank you, Scott. Uh, he says, going into hospital today, hoping A, I don't find any more injured players there. And B, <laughs> when I wake up this season so far, will have just been a dream. Well, yeah, God, if only, mate. Um, but yeah, all the best to Scott. Obviously, everyone's saying lots of positivity in the comments towards Scott. I hope that you're all good and you do come out. And hopefully, if it's been, it, it, maybe it hasn't been all dream, but it can be a dream moving forward. So that would be uh, <laughs> it's all part of the story. Yeah, exactly. I said this before. I put a tweet out yesterday. Like, there's an alternate universe developing where Liverpool have two league games cancelled because of the Queen dying and the mourning period, and they end up going on reboot themselves and they end up going on a massive run and uh, have a successful season. And that would be. Hilarious that one of the like the most like the least royal yeah. friendly cities or whatever yeah. or fan bases ends up getting a bonus of it, but we'll we'll have to see on that. That's that's science fiction writer stuff at this point. Um, okay, so we're going to take a very short break. Got a trivia question before we go. Uh, I, I, normally, I, I'll really dive into the archives for this one, but I didn't go too far on this one because I thought it was quite interesting. Uh, what was our starting eleven the last time we played Ajax at Anfield? Answers after this. Hey, you wonderful podcast listener. Get back to the show very, very shortly. Just want to give you a heads up about our merchandise store, redmenmerch.com. Go over there, check it out. Some amazing T-shirts, books, gifts, absolutely everything you need for the Liverpool fan in your life or indeed just to treat yourself. So yeah, head on over to redmenmerch.com. Check out the amazing products that we've got on offer. I'm sure you'll love them and I'm sure you're going to love the rest of this show too. Yes, welcome back. If you need some happiness and some bounciness in your life, then check out the Ragamuffins live at Hotel Anfield, streaming exclusively on Redmond Plus. Dot com. Uh, we had an absolute belt of a time and so much so that Chris and I are going on a live tour with them this week we fly out to LA on Wednesday so if you're around for that one uh, we're going to be at Huntington Beach on Thursday and Friday I think uh, check copconnect.com we're then going down to Las Vegas uh, we're going to be at McMullen's pub I think that's what that's called as well uh, in Vegas as well big party times Chris Pajak for a start you can't see Chris Pajak uh, but I'll be there Bruce Grabble I'll be there Ronnie Whelan will be there the Ragamuffins and Mark Kenny as well. Massive parties were taken over the west coast of the United States. And if you want to get yourself in the mood, or if you don't, you've got a, a bit of FOMO, um, you know, the, the, if you can't get over to the west coast of America in <laughs> short, you know, in the next couple of days, check out Ragamuffins Live on Redmond Plus. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Uh, okay, so I asked the question: What was our starting eleven the last time we played Ajax Anfield? Sam, you've been you've been working your way through it. Go on, do, give me what you got. I, I, I want to say Kelleher because um, I know I know Allison was in was injured for the Wolves game. It was yeah. around that time. Correct. Keegan Kelleher. Um, Robertson. Simakas didn't play many games. No, there, he so. didn't. Yeah. Robertson left back. Okay, uh, centre half. Did Reese Williams play? He was on the bench. Ah. Um, Fabinho had Gomez been injured by that point? Fabinho. Fabinho, Fabinho. centre half. Yeah. Matip with Matip. Yeah. Right back. Nico. Nico. Because right he, got, he got the assist. 
centre midfield would have been Genie Wijnaldum played every minute of every game, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Genie yeah, Wijnaldum. Curtis Jones. Yep. And Henderson. Jordan Henderson. Yeah. Up front would then be Manny and Salah are safe bets. Yep. And Bobby. Jota. Jota. Oh. Two, two out with two yeah. out. Our bench out of interest. Adrian, <laughs> Vitislav Jaros, Kostas, Reese Williams, Jake Kane, Leighton Clarkson, Bobby Firmino, Taki Minamino, and Divock Origi. Wow. Yeah. Um, wild. Yeah, we won that game. 1 0, Kerr Jones. Yeah. Uh, with that. the goal. Uh, if you got that one, brilliant. Well done. You've actually got a memory, which I certainly do not possess. <laughs> yeah. I really struggle with that. Um, yeah, I think. Let me just. Oh, no. Um, SS in the comments nearly got it right yeah there for me for me you know in there as well unless that was your prediction for this week anyway it's fine um well done to everyone uh who got that right even if you're just playing after the fact and you said it in your own head you know you know you got it right okay injuries um yeah wow um fabio carvalho is back that's been confirmed by the manager that is good andy robertson is out out until at least after the international break picture with a knee brace um i mean honestly we were saying it around the office before sam it's just it's it, i don't i know club made the whole like witch in the training ground comment but it, this is i can't it, it does makes you feel cursed it's it's when things go beyond normal expectations or understanding you can't help but throw mad statements out there but just felt like we were turning a corner injury wise. Thiago back, great to see him play uh, in in Napoli at the end. You know, we've just you know by the end of the international break there was a chance that barring the obvious big ones we could have most people back. And now yeah, there's Andy Robertson down yeah. again. If he's out for the international break and the, the, they're just being smart about it and they know he's to be back, then okay, we can deal with this. If it's going to be one of those. Tiago 2021 <laughs> yeah yeah we think he's back soon oh, and God. then the room yeah. is three months yeah. then it's a major problem after the World Cup job because it isn't that far off is it yeah um, but yeah one of my one of my good friends who, who's an Arsenal fan and now is in Cornwall he's, he's not a Liverpool hater shall we say he texted me before with the news and he said it's happening again <laughs> and I was just like it's not but, I, but yeah it is as well <laughs> but, it, but it's happening again and people can talk about like the the signings and all that kind of stuff Liverpool got so many footballers but it's mad you know I, I went to do the injury the injury check and it's out of date the, 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 the website we normally mm. use for it is now is now out of date but it was like it was eight players out and then one or two are back and then again it's, it's we're hovering around the eight or nine injured players constantly basically since the first week of the season and that's I mean look Liverpool needs to be careful because that's the psychology of all this Jamie they need to be careful on how they talk about this mm. and I, I don't know what, how you can like create a siege mentality against injury but there needs to be something there where they go well who, who gives a shit right you know who's fit who's ready you know like battle cries type stuff mm. who's ready to don their armour and pick up the sword and fight for Liverpool can you do it I can boss you know straight, shoulder strain on the way up like you mean yeah. but that's, that's kind of where we're at right now you to get Michael Sheen in I don't know if anyone's yeah, seen yeah, that yeah, video yeah, yeah. Uh, the axe is a new build. There's a question for it. it's a new build. Can you have a witch or a ghost in a new build? Mm. Depends what it was built on. Was it built on some sort of that, burial site? Yeah, because <laughs> it. it does feel a bit like that at the moment. I think I guess we're in a better situation than there's been a few years where it's basically James Milner is the fullback cover or a mm. bit of Gomez, and then there's been times when Gomez has been out. So at least we've we've had with Costas. 
if this was two years ago, it'd have been a really crushing blow. But yes. I think at least we've we've all. If it says out for five, six games, I think we're all probably happy with. Cost has to play those well, games. Well, this time last year, maybe a little bit later, we were getting into sort of November. We were putting polls out saying who should start at left back, and we were getting 50 50 responses from thousands of votes over Costas and, yeah, yeah. and Robbo. We've managed to get him up to speed. We've tried to rest Robbo to protect them, but at least we've gotten Costas some minutes under his belt. So we're not yeah. even like in 2021, Klopp wouldn't trust him in because he just wasn't there and yeah. ready where he is now. He's had a positive impact on the team and he knows how we play. Yeah, it's felt like with, with, the, with the injury situation, I mean, maybe I, I can't remember individually, individual games, but. Pretty much, it's been these are the three lads that are available, or there's there's one on the bench, or you know, or there's one who's on the bench who's been injured. Like Jones was on the bench for one game. Naby was supposed to be coming back, and then his mysterious <laughs> um, over. injury came upon him. So I think it, it, it has been in terms of like people have said, oh, we need to rest Fabinho, we need to we need to bin Anderson, we need to bin Milner, all of this. There hasn't really been too much he could do. The only maybe surprise has been starting Cavallo and um, and Elias mm-hmm. against Everton. But know. other than that, it's pretty much been these are the lads we've got available. So that's definitely had an effect on our form. And um, I, I don't know about our midfield options for this, but it doesn't. Well, Thiago should be coming back in. I know well, that's the big that's the big it. boost in this one because the midfield stuff. Curtis Jones ruled out. Carvalho is available again, but we still don't really know whether that's you know he's, he's been considered a midfield option, but I don't know. I don't think he starts the Merseyside derby in centre mid in any other world where there's yeah. more than a, a couple more. If you know if Jones had been fully fit and a Thiago in back, Carvalho's mm-hmm. nowhere near that side at the starting side anyway. Um, Canate's still out although it looks like he's getting closer and closer Henderson's going to be at least after the international break so you're looking at I've had a lot of people watching at home or listening at home can you let me know your midfield threes because you're talking Fabinho Thiago Elliot Carvalho Milner and Artur so the six Potential options Bichetic, there, yeah, that's it. And Bichetic, yeah, seven. Yeah. You know, and, and there've been some glowing praise coming out about Stefan Bichetic this week as well. Um, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, 
you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's not ideal, but we have actually got, we do actually have some options for the first, for the first time. Yeah, and with having a week off, basically, effectively, isn't it, six days, mm-hmm. it will have given, when we found out the game, they would have probably known before we did, they would have probably got the nod. In fact, I know for a fact they did, because I've told you I've got a bit of insight there, and they would have been, right, okay, we've got a three-day plan now that we didn't have. So for the likes of our tour, it's like, right, you've got three more days of football that you wouldn't have had because we're not prepping for the game, you're not starting and playing the game and having a rest day. you literally got training sessions. So for Thiago, for our tour, much better. For Jota, better. So for, for those players who are on the on the comeback trail, it's much, much, much better for them to be able to sort of get in the mold of playing the game and planning for Ajax ahead. So I'm pleased on that front. I don't think I don't think we're going to start Arto because or Arto whatever you want to call mm-hmm. him because I just still think he's probably after the international break when he's had another two weeks. It just yeah. makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? I think Elliot's sharpness, doesn't yeah. yeah. And Elliot had a week off and he's probably needed to have that six day break. You know what I mean? Which yeah. is perfect. And you've got you've got lads off the bench now. You've got potentially Carvalho. You've got Arto. You've got Milner off the bench. You can do different jobs. So I think it would make sense for it to be Thiago Elliott and Fabinho this weekend. And, and I'm all for that. To yeah. be honest, I think. That That'd be perfect. Yeah, I, I I can't really see beyond that. To be perfectly honest, we asked the club legends um, and Tom Star nine nine zero two says Fab Thiago Elliott surely he won't play Milner again. Says maybe Arthur for Elliott, and that might be a slight possibility. Um, one other thing, actually, Jürgen mentioned Naby Keita and said that he's not going away on international duty, which is you know, again right. this video on this is you know Guinea have got precedence. In fact. One thing I found was last year he missed the West Ham game through injury and there was an international break just after it and he was, they were expecting him back and he was called up again by Guinea then but didn't go. They just have yeah. this, this tendency to call them up and then you know, they find out whether they can really go or not which is... Uh, it's not a great PR move for Naby at the moment, but the hope is he'll be back fit after the international break potentially. Um, and then it's where it's, and then we'll see. We'll know then when he's fit and available. And he's, 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 does he get thrown back in? Is he back on the bench? Because at this point we need he's good. He's good football. I know people go go hot and cold with him, and not, not he's never really you know dominated since he's joined the Liverpool. He's not fulfilled the potential we all thought he had. But at this point, talk about it. We can. The midfield options and the midfield options. Any anyone fit and available, get your hand up in the air, get your hand up and get your kit on and get out, get out there. Um, I guess the other one to about sharpness, Sam is Jota. Yeah. I would have, I probably would have started with the weekend. We're just in that weird situation now where because he's not been available, I'm not really sure. Is it him and Nunes in rotation for the nine? Is it him and Diaz in rotation for the for, for the left side? Diaz probably needed a break, but now he's had that little break. Mm. I I would still contend that Diaz, Jota, and Salah's probably our best front three. I I would have played Jota on the left, and I would have probably guessed Diaz is probably the only one. Salah doesn't get rotated, yeah. but, but Diaz. And to be fair, looking his minutes last year, neither does he. But I think it would have made sense with him being relatively new to the side and Salah being a senior player that he would have played on the left. That would have been then. Um, Possibly that carries forward to this week. I don't know what Diaz's plans are in the international week, where he's got to go, what he's got to do. Um, reality is we're not playing Chelsea, we've said that already. For me, I want to see Nunes now. I think it's stupid to bring in a player of that with that much quality, that much power and presence, and that much money, 
and drip him in and out the team. It just doesn't make sense to me. If our team's going to get used to playing with 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 Nunes, he needs to play games. Yeah, I was actually a little bit disappointed that he was pulled out the side after the derby because he'd only played one game in in three weeks. Yeah, he should. I think he away at Napoli would have been more of an option than Bobby turned out to be. My biggest. So I want fear, him to play. My biggest fear on all this, and I'd said it in the build season. I thought we were going to go with the tried and tested for the first month of the season or month and a half up until this international break, drip feed in some of the newer lads, and then you can then start your transition. Whereas because of it, we've had to either play the old lads too much, or you know the next evolution of this team just hasn't been able to take. And Nunez's red card doesn't help in that. Yeah, but massively. said this, you know, um, not being able to not have Calvin Ramsey available since signing. Yeah. No one knows if he's even good enough to play, let alone where, where he's really at. You know, Canate being injured, Jota being injured as well. You just, yeah, and then obviously Nunes getting suspended. It's it's totally undercut what we were what we were hoping to do. So I agree on the Nunes thing, but I actually I don't know whether you can put the genie back in the bottle. But I liked him as a thirty minutes when everyone's knackered and it op- maybe space opens up a little bit more. You know, as we saw in the, in the Community Shield. Do with him what City do with Haaland. That's when your through balls come out and you can start to have him chase some stuff down and, and, and running and stuff. It's a that's the real difficult thing, isn't it, Jamie? Of how do you? We're, we're just trying to we're throwing whatever work, whatever we got fit out on the pitch. We're yeah. not really having a, a. It doesn't look like we've got a grand overarching plan at the moment. I would have started Nunes against Wolves, and um, but he could bring Jota in on the left because Diaz. He, he has looked a bit tired in the last few weeks. He does work socks off till you know for ninety minutes. Um, I was just wondering if Joss if it was a bit soon to throw him in from the start, but he's had that extra. He's had that extra couple of days now. Um, I mean, if, it, if if he isn't right, if he isn't totally firing on all cylinders, they could still do Nunes in the nine and, and start with Diaz. But I'd, I wouldn't be averse to bringing Jossa in. I feel like Nunes, I mean, I don't know what it is. He's made his name, certainly in our eyes, in Europe. I know he scored goals domestically in Portugal, but this game feels like a game where I want to see him from the start and I want to see what he's got against against European opposition. Yeah, it's it, the problem, it's... I don't know where you start with Nunes though, because he looks awkward, and all big lads look awkward in footy. You know, it's very, very hard to look silky when you're six foot three mm. or whatever above. You know, we look at like Lewandowski, and he's got there, but like a Ronaldo or whatever. But Even Haaland looks a bit funky he, he's, outside the he's box, doesn't he? Mad, and he like, I mean, yeah. he's just a, he shouldn't work. There's <laughs> yeah. no logical reason why he should work as a human being biologically. You know, but it, it is what it is. But I don't know where 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 he's at. Whether that will be that should become smoother with more football. But we're also in a situation where we could just do being clinical from the off, and that's uh, you know people watching, listening. Let you know, let me know if you had to choose between Jota and Nunes to start centre forward. Do let us know what you would do in that one because, I mean, obviously Jota's got to get the smoothness back from getting back into the game and getting back match sharp and getting back to match fitness, and that will naturally, I think, come more quickly with him. I mean, it's good to have options. It's good to have a way where we can have a debate about. Do, you know, we've got three now. Five. We've got three fit options for the number nine. It's just whether we want to, you know, do we want to keep yeah. plugging away with Nunes at the, at the risk of maybe not getting over the line and stuff? I, I don't know. I, he feels to me like we'll get the best out of him in the back end of the season. But how do you put the how do you put that in place to make that a success? He's going to have to start some games of football. It could be 
could well be this it's one. gonna it's gonna be a confidence thing for my worry with him is confidence and what i'm what i mean by that is he's young he's just turned 23 if he goes too many games of being messed about in and out with, with jota i completely agree with, with what you're saying is him and jota can play similarly what was slightly different but when with the problem is we've got with Firmino is Firmino used to step into the midfield and drag defenders everywhere and now they just go go on mate off you go we're yeah. not really bothered anymore so he, he, that part of his game is ineffective he scored three goals this year so he's obviously done something right yeah. but largely his his all around sort of play and the way he pulls people about isn't isn't happening anymore so therefore we look at Jota and Nunes and think well, both of those two slightly different ways can can work the back two so what I want to see now is I want to see our team working the back two and, and have been used to having one of those two up front all the time because yeah. then it'll help Nunes because if Jota's winning Edda's back post and scoring goals naturally he will get those opportunities as well because we're playing those passes we're used to him being there. But if we start dripping into Firmino one week, Jota one week, mm. it's just not going to do anyone any good. And that's yeah. why it's felt like we've rotated the front three far too much this season. Yeah, yeah. No, we've, everything's been more rotated than it needs to be. We need a bit of stability. And again, for me, Jota's kind of because he's been so in and out because of injuries and overwork. It's almost like we we've forgotten how brilliant he is and how lethal he is. For me, you know, there was a we very nearly had the top three goal scorers in the yeah. Premier League last season. You know, that was that was on for a spell. The, for me, get him in the team. Kind of worry about Nunes as as, as and when. For, for me, Joss has proven twenty goals a season. You'll get out of him, and I think we, I want to see how he works. And there's also an option if you want to break glass. Put Nunes up there along with him late in the game, or then take Diaz off and put Nunes in, move Jota out to there. But he gets closer; he'll he'll be more likely to feed off the scraps. Um, yeah. It's vital for me that we get Jota up to hundred percent match sharpness because he carries so much burden for the team in terms of goal scoring return. Um, another shout here, actually from Joe Day. Um, the super chat says, uh, "Would you would you consider a change of formation?" Um, I mean that that's one thing, isn't it, Jamie? That having attacking options, having the four now available, does mean that we could actually go to four two four or four two three one if we re- if we really wanted to. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a I don't think it's going to be a Mike Bassis four four fucking two, is <laughs> yeah. it? You know, it's, it's going to be. There's, he's done the four forwards, and he, he notably did it against City a couple of years ago. There's been, I mean, by I know we. Uh, caveat this by saying we were 7-0 up or whatever but by the end of Bournemouth we had Carvalho and Elliot were pretty much playing as like 10s we had, you know there was something something different going on there yeah. than, than I was used to seeing um, we could yeah I, I still think it'll it'll feel like the three up front um, everything's when everything's all kind of transitory anyway with people swapping positions and stuff like that yeah I, I think you, there's probably just something here where particularly because we tend to go to 424 I think that's a, when the game you know what the game's going to be and that's like 20 minutes at the end of a game where they give up the opposition give up all auspices of trying to attack yeah and your mission is you've got the ball you've got 100% of the ball go mm. and score a goal we need to get our midfield functioning again for me and I don't yeah. think it's changing to a two-man midfield when more at, and more teams play three-man midfield yeah, is going to yeah. be the answer the other thing with, with it is is like is would you see Salah as the right hand most of the four because I just feel like there'll naturally be a thing of which I know he does track back there's people saying oh, he, doesn't, oh, he does he track does, yeah. back when if, if, if those two, if those widest two players with Diaz and Salah when you lose the ball it's, I want I want the pair of them to be closer to goal than they have been, and and I feel like it just be, that being another player there, 
it's not going to be a big it's not going to be a you know Niall Quinn and Kevin Phillips situation yeah. up front is it but I'm just a bit I'm a bit wary about especially especially given the um, the trouble we've had in the midfield of going to a two in midfield at, at this stage but yeah. maybe it could be something to do in certain games yeah. no absolutely yeah. certainly, it'll certainly have its time and place um, you know we win Champions Leagues and Leagues by having plan B's that you go to but the idea in game was, no, yeah, exactly yeah. I just don't think we want to be radically changing our style or system or whatever because I, I honestly ultimately because I think teams that fight for top four play 4-2-3-1 I think teams that dominate the football play 4-3-3 yeah. you know and, we, and we've been there I don't really want to see us make too many steps back from that uh, right quick one more quick break from us and we're going to pick our 11s and have another little look at the uh, fixtures uh, around the Champions League this week the ones that we know are on uh, yeah check back after this are you a fan of the content we produce here in podcast form? Do you love Red Men goodness in your ears on a regular occasion? Do you want to know more on and off the field info about Liverpool Football Club? Get closer to the culture of the city and the club? Well, you can do. Red Men Plus podcasts are now available to subscribe to on Spotify. Yes, we are taking the podcast section from Red Men Plus and making it available as a standalone subscription here on Spotify so you don't need to jump over you can continue to listen to all of our content in the Spotify app it is available for £5 and you get full access to all of those shows each and every week and a whole host of extra content as well yeah, do check out our fantastic documentary, German Scousers, uh, looking into the incredible relationship uh, between German Liverpool fans and, of course, the great city of Liverpool. Um, coming up on the 21st September on redmenplus.com. Really, really good stuff. Um, Champions League fixtures then. Um, tomorrow, Tuesday night, uh, or same time as us, or well, our daily kickoffs. In fact, first and foremost, uh, Victoria Plitzen taking on Inter Milan, sporting host Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, obviously, we're the 8 o'clock kickoff on Tuesday Bayern Barca promises to be the Lewandowski the derby yeah. <laughs> yeah, that we never knew we needed in our lives um, Porto Club Bruges Marseille Eintracht Frankfurt uh, and Leverkusen Atletico Madrid on to Wednesday Shakhtar hosts Celtic Milan hosts Dinamo Zagreb Rangers Napoli from our group has been moved to the Wednesday uh, which is said to be a policing issue as well uh, and there's no Napoli fans in that and there'll be no Rangers fans at Napoli as well wow. in the return for it um, yeah fascinating stuff I'm interested to see you know again if that's just a little thing that gives Rangers just something be nice if they just so grab the draw why there. is there no Rangers fans going to Napoli I don't I honestly I don't know whether this is a, like a tit for tat like fairness thing because wow. Napoli fans can't because of the gifts should be moved I guess uh, maybe again because of a policing thing I honest uh, some will have a more sensible answer to this that maybe is the right answer so I don't want to speculate yeah. and accidentally offend all Napoli and Rangers fans <laughs> let us know if you know in the comments um, anyway Chelsea host uh, RB Salzburg Real Madrid host RB Leipzig uh, Copenhagen host Sevilla Juventus uh, host Benfica uh, Maccabi Haifa have PSG and Man City have Dortmund on That's the Wednesday you're right though in terms of the City stuff you know I don't look I don't expect them anything from Wolves you know with them you've just said that to the, yeah. they've got right so but it's one of those things where 
just City just having to go through some physical exertions. It's all I'm clinging on to at yeah. this point. I was just have some tough games. Don't probably win both wolves, of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, both of them. They'll probably win both of them because yeah. they do. But you know what? If they if they really get put through the ringer, that'll be that'll be lovely. I know. It's, it'd be interesting because you forget about Haaland, don't we? Because City is so irrelevant. That's a that's that we yeah. were saying the Lowy derby. That's the Haaland derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally, um, I tell you what's an interesting one. I don't know if you thought of this just on those games. Um, I I'm, I'm half glad that Chelsea's first league game with Potter isn't likely to be against us. Yeah. But that game in the Champions League's a little bit sooner. He's only had a few days to train. Be interesting to see what comes out there. Because mm. I don't think their players thought he were getting a new manager. So yeah. it's not like, oh, we've got a new guy. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, still, there we go. Where's, where's Tommy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope you haven't all read his tweet. They'll be crying into their, <laughs> into their pre-match activation pass there. Um, I, yeah, actually, you know, I hadn't even looked at the City stuff, but obviously yeah, Dortmund at home and then travelling to Wolves. It's the, it's the early kickoff on Saturday, that Wolves game. And obviously it's not like you've got a massive journey from from. Manchester down to Wolverhampton, <laughs> like, no. but just again Wednesday night early kickoff. If Dortmund can leg them a bit, that would be would be absolutely absolutely splendid. Um, but ultimately, until we know what Liverpool's whether Liverpool's games are going ahead or not, it's mad because we were looking at it last weekend, going, "Oh, there's a chance there." City versus Tottenham, you know, they lose some points. We beat we beat Wolves, and all of a sudden the gap's down to two points, and you're thinking that's loads more manageable. But right now, is psychologically, we kind of have to. We'll worry about that when we come to it. Champions mm-hmm. League is the uh, is the focus. Um, okay, then what what are our elevens going to be, Jamie? Your Liverpool manager for the night. Who's going out on the pitch? Um, so I'm playing Allison, Trent, uh, Matip, Van Dijk, Simicass. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Robbo. I'll be back soon. Yeah, well soon. <laughs> um, yeah, Elliot, Fabinho, and Thiago. You might have swayed me with Jota because I was going to just do Diaz, Salah and Nunez. Okay. But I'm wondering maybe Jota from the start. I just didn't want to... Well, this is you though. What would you, what would you do? I, it's based on his fitness. I don't... I Like... I'm pretty... Right, we're doing Jota from the start. Go okay. on a bit. I'm doing Jota on the left. I'm doing Nunez and I'm doing Salah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going the exact same team but I'm starting Diaz only because I think he's our forward. That's looked likely. Um, and he's had a few extra days. So just to recap, Allison, Simakas and Trent on the flanks, Matip and, and Van Dijk. By the mm-hmm. way, Matip, why Matip didn't start in Naples surprised me. But anyway, we need him back in. The yeah. difference was stark. Yeah. Uh, Thiago, Elliot, and um, Fab. But I reckon we see Artur a bit more in this game. I think he might be one of the first subs. Yeah. yeah. And then I've, I've personally gone with Diaz, Nunes, and Salah. Isn't it mad though that we're picking, like, we have no idea what the strike force is going to be, and we've always known forever what it was going to be yeah yeah it's, it's <laughs> absolutely it's true isn't it the, on the, the centre half thing I totally agree on Matty but just as he was he was so much better now of course again the the, the type of game had shifted mm-hmm. and ultimately we can see that within two minutes of him coming on the pitch anyway um, it's and this is where uh, one of those things that you lose the opportunity with the Wolves game going I wonder whether Jürgen would have chucked Joe straight back in again because mm. you know we saw this. We mentioned the Tottenham game at the at Wembley or whatever when Lovren gets hooked and everyone's like, "That's the end of Dejan Lovren." And then next week there you go, Lovren back in. Yeah. Go and prove everyone wrong, mate. Go and put in a put in a good game. It, the, it's just that because if there if there's then not to be a game at the weekend, you don't want to have some lads going too long without football because that that's then going to unsettle what you're looking to do in the you know when you get back from the international break. So I think Matt probably will start. But if we if you could guarantee Chelsea was the weekend, or if we'd been in slightly better form around it, I, I wouldn't have been against Gomez because he has a he has a shit moment, and then unfortunately I don't think he, he can dig himself out of the problem. But I I, I just 
I'm not sure where you go with Gomez. And I, I, it's where the cops got the. He's got enough wiggle room at the moment to take a punt on Gomez again to go. No, go on, mate. Go and have a good game, and then I'll and then I'll bring Matip back in for you and let Matip have a good old, good old run. But you've rehabilitated Gomez and left him as a useful thing, whereas I wouldn't be keen on what happens in a few weeks' time when Matip's inevitably picked up another injury and Gomez has to start. Yeah. And the last game he's had is having an absolute torrid time in Naples. So. I could make it. I could make a little story around that. But the, the only the only thing I've seen out there from other people as well is is, is getting rid of Trent for a game or two because of his you know all these videos yeah. going whatever. Yeah, I pay him right back. Yeah, we go right back. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. To, totally opposed to that as an idea, but he won't again. It's just, just no. too good. He just yeah. Trent's like Van, Van Dyke's been shite as well, and Fabinho's been shite. And look, okay, Fabinho's got no cover, so he's going to play because of that. Actually, well, kind of realistically, so is Trent too, and almost so's Virgil mm. these lads need to play themselves back into form world class players need to be get, need to be allowed to go and prove their world class status again and that's the problem with being world class is that particularly in the eyes of your own fans I think from a, from afar like we'll always be like well he was world class definitely when he was playing for Barcelona when you don't watch Barcelona week in week, week out I was like yeah. I'm certain that Iniesta must have, had, yeah. must have had 10 out of 10 every <laughs> single week I bet he had some shit games but you know we don't, we don't care to know it but when you're watching your own fans you've almost got to prove your world class status every week mm. and particularly with how Liverpool play I think you do you know that those levels I mentioned at the top those levels of intensity that's your entry requirements for the Liverpool team um, so let's hope they can get back to that and if they can add the, the, the sparkle of magic on top mm. then fucking great um, yeah I, I think the midfield picks itself I think the back four picks itself and I think the front three I would start I would start Diaz Jota Salah and I would go back to Nunes being th- given 30 minutes if a certain key games him and Jota can flip but yeah, kind of, yeah. I think we, I think we do need to be careful with Diaz, and maybe that's a situation where it depends how fit Jota is. If you can get ninety out of him, I'd do sixty up front and do thirty on the left. Um, but we'll we'll see on that. Let me know your 11s. You're the manager. What are you doing? Pop quiz, hot shot. What do you do? What do you do? Um, great. Cops Press Conference is available on our YouTube channel. It is available on all good um, podcasting services like Spotify and iTunes and all that kind of stuff where you can get our free podcasts. Uh, the press conference reaction with Chloe Bloxham will be up on redmenplus.com. The podcast extra, uh, where we had a good old chat about the fallout from, obviously, the weekend's events, um, that is available over on Redmen Plus as well. Uh, and, of course, if you didn't see it last week, we had Saskia Jade on, which was hilarious the most hilarious podcast extra of all time um, the most viewed and listened to podcast extra <laughs> of all time um, yeah of course ridiculously brilliant funny and completely uncut uh, <laughs> loads of stuff over over on Redman Plus if you want to get more Liverpool content in your lives uh, you want happy stuff you want documentary stuff you want to have someone to give you a shoulder to cry on we've got you covered 13 years this is, this is our 13th year Liverpool was shite 13 years ago um, so we're very well versed in how to cope through bad times so yeah we'll get you co- we've got you covered hopefully Liverpool win against Ajax we'll all have a big happy smile on our face and we can kick on towards the f- funeral or whatever afterwards and then worry about what comes after the international break is that England playing or oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, right so thank you so much to Sam and to Jamie and to you guys watching and listening I hope you're amazing I hope you have a boss week see you all soon Ta-da.
Thank you so much for that. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want more Red Men in your ears, then consider signing up to redmenplus.com. You get everything that's on the website in video and if you want it in podcast form. Uh, from £5 a month, redmenplus.com. You get two free items of merchandise every single season. If you sign up as a club legend, you get 20% discount codes every single month. Exclusive discounts from our partners, as well as your name and the credits, and each and every Red Men plus show.